Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Ryan, good Tuesday morning to you. Happy uh, Tuesday. A bit of a wet start. Um, yeah. How's your morning going so far? Well, uh, I came in quite excited <laughs> because I have imposed a media blackout on myself uh, for the Euros. I can't stay up for those three o'clock games because I'm in here early. And of course, as soon as I walk in, uh, I hear the scores. So uh, I don't know what I'm thinking coming into a radio station. And yeah, that's not the best place to be if you're trying to avoid <laughs> <Exactly>. the news. <laughs> so uh, it hasn't been a bright start for me. It's been a, a damp squib. The weather's not been great. But uh, things may not be so bad in the markets. Well, going by what you had last night, it was a good night for technology stocks. And that saw the Nasdaq Composite being lifted to all-time record closing highs. Mm. And that was after a rise of 1%. And if you look at what happened on the S&P 500, also another record closing session. And we saw it close for the fourth day in a row uh, in the green in, for record closing high. And that is after gaining 0.2%. Oh, it's actually the third straight record close. But on the other hand, it was down for the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which was lower by 0.4%. That is around 150 points. And that is with energy and transport stocks weighing on the Dow. So the reflation trade seems to be fizzling out a bit, mm. whereas you've got the technology, technology sector getting a bit more ground as we saw bond yields retreating. So bond yields for the 10-year notes down four basis points to around 1.48%. So typically when that happens, uh, it's good for growth names. So the tech stocks like Apple, like Amazon were up around 1%. And the outperformer, at least when it comes to technology stocks, was Facebook. That gained more than you know, nearly 4%. Wow. And that is after news of it winning a legal battle. So what's happened on that front is Facebook has managed to get out of the way this antitrust suit against it. And this was a... It's been hanging over its head, right? This one? For quite some time. Yeah. Something that lawmakers were not happy about, how they owned WhatsApp and Instagram, <laughs> how they've been accusing it of abusing its market dominance. So that's something that's been they've been trying to unwind by forcing Facebook to divest. Mm. But what's happened is the US judge has pointed out there is not enough evidence. It's not legally sufficient to proceed. So Facebook wins this battle. So it saw investors liking the news. It was up four, more than 4% on that ruling. So that also has implication, implications for the wider tech sector because it could point the way to how similar lawsuits for other tech companies could play out. And that has been one concern for big tech companies being too big for the good of the wider public. So that could be more tailwinds for tech companies in the coming days. So something to watch out for for tech. And something that's also lifting the mood for bank investors, many of them hiking dividends. So the quarterly payouts for the U.S. banks are going up and Morgan Stanley was the first to raise it and it has doubled its quarterly dividend. 
And this is now to 70 cents a share, mm-hmm. also announcing a $12 billion stock buyback. And Goldman Sachs also joining the party, raising its payout to 60%, by 60% to $2 a share. JP Morgan Chase also raising its dividend to $1 from 90 cents. Bank of America raising it by 17% to 21 cents. Wells Fargo up by nearly double to 20 cents a share. Only Citigroup was the outlier. Citigroup saying it's going to be holding its dividend steady at 51 cents a share, where it's been for almost two years. So that is pretty much off the back of what happened last week, where we had a Fed um, announcement of the annual stress test results. All of the banks involved had the thumbs up. So banks taking that signal as the go-ahead to just spend or at least reallocate those buffers they've been putting aside for the back case scenarios mm-hmm. to other users, dividends and share buybacks. So that is the story there for banks. And also worth noting, oil prices are down more than 2%. That hits a one-year low. And this is after hitting their highest levels yeah, in were doing well, three right? years. Yeah, they were doing very well. Just uh, They have been. So yeah. for the past few weeks, uh, last week was actually the fifth week in a row it was up. So it has been rising um, on the back of how many economies have been bouncing back. So that points to more demand. Uh, but now with some COVID-19 cases causing some worries, especially in the UK, uh, that is now putting the well, dampener on a few expectations. So oil prices down to a one-week low right now, and that hits into the OPEC Plus meeting on Thursday, where the cartel and its allies will decide whether the market is ready for more supply. And they, going into this meeting, at least last week, thought it might be time because of those rising prices. So they will have to digest the latest data points going into Thursday. And one more thing for markets to watch out for is what's happening in Australia. Yeah, yesterday we talked about uh, Sydney and a lockdown, and it looks like Perth is joining the uh, the lockdown mm. party as well. So not a good party to be in, and that is with Perth now entering a four-day lockdown alongside the Peel region, and of course joining Sydney, which is on a two-week lockdown since Saturday. So a spike in cases in Perth. Mm. That has implications for the mining sector there because Perth uh, is home to many miners and mining operations. So that would be one to watch in terms of potential uh, impact in operations, how workers might be affected, mm. and of course, earnings to come. So that's one to watch out for in Australia down under. And looking at how markets are faring down under so far, Australian markets are now down by 0.7%. And similar picture in Japan, which is down by 0.8%. And Korea also in the red by 0.3%. Yeah, unfortunately there, Australia, uh, Perth, seem to have escaped a lot of uh, the issues because it's so isolated from everywhere else. Uh, but unfortunately, now it is also going to have its own lockdown. Uh, look, you were talking about how good things were going in the U.S. stock market. What about closer to home with the STI? Well, we last finished in the green yesterday, so it's now on a four-day winning streak. But we have to bear in mind, these were just marginal gains in the past four days. So mm. gains of single digits. So that still is some way to go in terms of um, recovering from last week's drop of 0.7%. And looking at how the market action is right now, a quick snapshot of the STI. Uh, markets here right now are up by zero, or it's down by 0.3%, 3,116. So it looks like giving back those gains from yesterday and a quick snapshot of the 30 components of the STI, 
only four are in the green. And right at the top is Johnny Matheson. It's up by 1%, followed by Capital Land in the green by 0.3%. So Capital Land, worth noting, is extending those gains from yesterday when it was up by 1.6%. Around news of its divestment, partial divestment of stakes in six of its Raffle City developments yeah. in China. And that is for the sum of $9.6 billion. And from there, net proceeds of $2 billion. And also worth noting, uh, at the bottom of the table, Gunting Singapore, down by 2.9%, extending yesterday's losses as well. It was the top loser on the SDI table um, yesterday, down by over 1%. Today, similar story. Um, Capital Corp, also worth watching. Um, yesterday, it was up by 4.3%, or rather, it was up by nearly uh, 5% yesterday. So that is now uh, closely watched for the reaction to the news on Thursday where it said it will be merging or exploring a merger with Samcorp Marine yep. and looking at how Samcorp is doing right now. I am trying to bring it up right now. So let me get to it in just a quick moment. Samcorp Marine is right now down by 1.5%. So extending those losses and looking at how Capital Corp is doing. It's also in the red amidst the wider pressure on the markets. It is now down by... 0.4% right now and that extends the gains or reverses the gains from uh, yesterday when Capo was among the top gainers up 3.7%. So a bit of a turnaround for some of those stocks that gained ground yesterday. And also worth noting on the local startup scene, uh, Carousel. Carousel where you sell your yeah, mostly secondhand stuff. Yep, yep, hugely popular here. So that is in the news for being potentially in a merger of a spec for a US listing. So this will be a huge milestone for Carousel, um, being able to do an exit for its founders. And that will be worth watching to see the financials from Carousel when they do reveal any, because for quite some time, they've been trying very hard to monetize and be profitable as a local startup in this uh, area. So one to watch out for Carousel in the coming days. Yeah, good luck to the carousel. Of course, uh, we know how popular uh, and well-used carousel is. Uh, Ryan, thank you very much. Uh, let's hope for a, a brighter day tomorrow, weather-wise at least. Uh, for now, we appreciate what you've done. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.